morning again. This is Father Richard Kunz, along with Cindy Jennings, coming from the Diocese of Duluth. That sound means straight talk. This is your opportunity to call in with any question you have under the sun. You can do it either through the telephone or through our Facebook page. And the first caller on the air gets the Gold Star of Fortitude. That is our regular monthly award that we give. It's just a sense of pride. You don't get anything sent to you in the mail. But it's the number I'm going to give you right now is 877-795-0122. I'm going to say that again, but this time I'm going to say it slower. 877-795-0122. If you're a regular listener, you know that I like controversial questions. And that can be anything, right? I mean, if you have a... You have a question that you think might not be controversial? Maybe it is. And I like those because I like to cause havoc. Yeah, for not having any sleep last night, you're doing pretty good. I had no sleep last night. I slept for about an hour. It was a bad night, and I don't know why that is. Anyhow, 877-795-0122 or via our Facebook page. We are waiting to see the first caller. Caller on the air. We can. You don't have to be on the air, but if you just submit a question without being on the air, you do not get the gold star fortitude. That is reserved for the very first caller on the air, Gold Star Fortitude. And we we like to get the calls because that's what makes this segment better with questions. Otherwise, you're just hearing me and Minner with Cindy, and that can get boring very, very quickly. 877-795-0122. Cindy, I should have you come up with questions. Like the, know, like the whole month, right? you should be thinking of like deep theological be. questions and... Maybe ones that are like controversial. To like dig in deeper and find some questions. I mean, yeah, there's nothing better than helping your faith and digging in deeper about the faith. 877-795-0122. The world is full of crazy. And how do we as Catholics deal with the crazy? You know, the the gospel today was on the uh, the parable of the, um, uh, the weeds and the wheat and how the evil grows with the good. There's lots of evil out there, and it manifests itself in a lot of different ways. And so you can ask questions about that. Waiting for the first Gold Star Fortitude caller, 877-795-0122. Speaking of, weed just became legal today. I said in we. Minnesota. Oh, yeah, we. I know. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, are in, we are in the People's Republic of Minnesota. We do have, um, uh, we do have a very unique governance of our state and so yes as of today it's legal marijuana is legal use for um what do they call recreation use yes less two ounces or less i have no idea i do not follow that i'm happy to say i do not follow i just heard it on the radio on the way down oh okay that's the only reason why i know 877-795-0122 or via our facebook page click we have nothing going on come on callers there are like a lot of you listening. Let's uh, get some of those calls coming in. Any question you want under the sun. How many times have you had the desire to call and ask a priest something but you just didn't have the guts to do it? So remember a couple months ago when I was here? Yeah, you haven't been here very much. <laughs> been here. Um, we interviewed a Benedictine nun. Yes, a sister. Yes, and she was... She Remember, was she was part of the on, spit it group that Yes, what are you talking ch- about? I know, right? Hurry up. Just Cindy, what are you talking mind. about? You're they, talking about the sister that had the incorrupt. Yes. Right. So Mary Lou Jennings just went like and that? actually viewed it. Wilhelmina. Sister Wilhelmina, yeah. yeah. So what was your, what did you say? Well, we didn't realize until after right, we were on air. Yeah, we were that, talking about a book that they wrote. Yeah, that Mary Lou went and actually Oh, your mother-in-law. Yeah, so it's oh, really? cool. So she went and saw her? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. What'd she say? She thought it was the most beautiful thing in the whole world. 
Really? Well, <laughs> yeah. that sounds like. Her. I mean, that's her. But I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, you were yeah. in Rome. You see, you see the bodies of saints. They have them out, you know. But most of them have some sort of a mask over their face. Where Sister Wilhelmina, Wilhelmina, apparently has nothing like yeah, that. She said she looked super young, and yeah. she did it. It was a beautiful mass before that, so okay. she got there super early and on a weekday when nobody was. Wow, that's when pretty there cool. wasn't a big. Crowd. And where's that at? I think it's in Missouri. Okay, all right. That's I don't remember cool. the town because it's a tiny town. Yeah, you might even have a question about incorruptibles since we're talking about Sister Wilhelmina. 877-795-0122. I'd actually gotten word. Somebody actually told me during the week that they had somebody that was going to call. They yes. wanted to know the timing, and I said, this is the time. And I don't know if they're listening. I think they forgot. I don't even oh. know what their question was. So I thought we had one sure-fire question that was on tap here. But um, uh, that was a that was a uh, they were shooting with blanks. Well, I haven't been com- co- like keeping up with national news. What's going on there in the national news? Yeah. Well, it depends on what network you're listening to. Mm. Catholic <laughs> if you're, Loop. If you're if you're oh the Catholic Loop, <laughs> I love the Loop. Oh, you have to. I, I plug the Loop plug all the time. It. Yep, it's so yep, good. Yep, Catholic. It's called Catholic Vote, but it's called the Loop. I plug it all the time. You just have you you, you just sign up for it, and once a day you get the email in the morning about all the great well. Let me put it this way: all the news from a Catholic perspective, and it's great. If you don't, if you've never, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look up the Loop Catholic Vote V O T E on the internet and sign up for it. You have to sign up for it. But in the meantime, you're signing up for a question on Straight Talk eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. So we do have somebody, a listener, not on the air. Do you have any recommendations for good Catholic movies? Could be old or new. Hmm. Well. I am at the risk of sounding a little controversial. One of my all-time favorite movies is The Exorcist, and the Catholic Church looks very good in that. In that, um, in fact, I remember it being said that they thought that The Exorcist was the best PR that the church had in the 20th century. It was it was an excellent movie. You know, it's not. I mean, not it's not for everybody, <laughs> and there there's some questionable parts of that. But I'd say more wholesome. You know. I just saw the movie Nefarious, and that's not a Catholic movie, but it's got a real strong Catholic message to it. Incredible, incredible, very good. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else. I've been watching the, cho- I've, okay, I've been watching the Chosen series, which oh. is not, not necessarily Catholic, but I've been kind of impressed with that. Okay, you so, have. Ooh. So we do have a li- we do have a caller on the line. Who's this? Uh, my name is Jessica, and I'm from Gillette, Wyoming. Jessica from Gillette. Wyoming! Okay, Jessica. Okay, oh, I don't know Jessica. how much you listen, but we I had canceled Wyoming for a long time because we weren't getting any callers from Wyoming, and so you represent your state very well, Jessica, Woo-hoo! and you get the the gold star of freedom or fortitude for answering oh, for calling in. So, what's your question? So I need you to be tough on me. Okay, you're on, I am on the guy. Struggling with sin. And um, as you know, the gospel today, they talk about um, those that are are sinners that are looking like saints. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like that because I feel like I want to become a saint, but but the sin just continues to happen over and over. So how do I get rid of that? How do I... I know that my faith is, is, you know, there's the prayers, there's the... Bible, there's a rosary, there's everything, but I still continue. So you you get rid of it by dying, and that sounds okay. like that, and so that's really true. You know, I mean, we're always going to be sinners, right? And we're always going to struggle to varying degrees. Saint Paul, I'd be remiss to say where it is exactly, but Saint Paul writes, I think it's in his letter to the Romans, talks. He he actually puts it out on paper. He says he says, I find myself doing the things I don't want to do. 
who's going to save me from this wretched body of mine? You know, because he found himself struggling with sin as well, as we all do, right? We know what's right. And yet we have something that's called concupiscence, which is our, which is our, uh, our proneness by our fallen human nature to be drawn towards sin. And so, yeah, I mean, you, know, I mean it, you might expect a priest to say something like that, but it is the silver bullet, the, the prayer aspect of things, of bringing our sinfulness to God and asking for help. Because, you know, virtue, all, all virtue comes from God. And, and you can't have virtue on your own. John Paul II said that virtue comes from spiritual strength. All right, and so if virtue comes from spiritual strength, you you pray for it. You pray for the virtues, and the virtues are the opposite of vice. And so pray for the virtues of the sins that you're struggling with. You know, I had a, okay. I don't do this anymore, but I had a, a quote that I came up with myself that I actually put all over the place in my rectory when I was a young priest, and it it's I just wrote it on a piece of paper, and it was all over my rectory. It says, "If I was what I appeared to be, I would be a saint." And I wrote that down just to <laughs> remind myself, like. Okay, how do I portray myself? How do people see me? And how am I really? And sometimes there's a disconnect. But if we remind ourselves that if I was what I appeared to be, I would be a saint. I think that's a good reminder. You're going to be struggling with it for the rest of your life. That's that's part of our lives. That's part of our... But you can't lose hope. It's all about, you know, God is always all merciful. Does that help? Yes, that helps. Okay, gold star, fortitude, Jessica. Excellent job. Thank you very much. So um, we, we, it looks like we have another one, Mary from North Dakota. For a non-Catholic who reads the Bible, nowhere in the Bible does it say anything about the Catholic Church. How do we know that the Catholic Church is the true Church? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's Mary, that's a really you. good you one. Like that yeah, one. that's a big question. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that it doesn't say in the Bible. Actually, it's like it doesn't say Easter, it doesn't say Trinity. You know, it doesn't say things like that. So the, the, the even the term Catholic became a little bit of a later word that was used and not much later just a few i think just a few centuries where the term catholic was used of course catholic just simply means universal but when you know what you're getting at with the question is how do we know what the catholic church is the one established by christ is that at least comes from the bible is that you know um, jesus says the word church only twice in the gospels and uh paul says the word church many times but jesus says it only twice and the first time he says it is when he talks about uh, to Peter, who professes his faith that he's the Christ. He says, "Peter, you are the um, I will you are a rock, and I'll build my church upon you." Jesus did not say, "I will build my thirty-five thousand churches on you." He said, "One church." So Christ established a church, not multiples, not thousands of them. There's like last I heard, there's like thirty-five thousand different Christian denominations. Mm-hmm. There's a problem with that because Jesus, the last prayer he said in the presence of his apostles in the Last Supper before he was crucified was that his followers, his disciples, would all be one as he is one with the Father. So the one church that Christ established is the one that we see historically speaking. You can go back and read the earliest of church fathers and you can see just how Catholic they were by what they write. But not only what they say, but what the Bible says as well. We didn't have a Bible for 400 years. There's no Bible. No Bible. And so there's the, the, there was letters that were floating around that some thought were inspired, others thought that there were not. There was no Bible to speak of as we have it today until the Catholic Church established the Bible in the four, early 400s. And so uh, the church predates even the Bible as we have it by four centuries. And so 
Uh, you just look back at history. You can go to a history textbook on a secular level that's not even religious, and you can see the line of the popes going back from Peter all the way up to the present day. And so we see that the church as established by Christ is the Catholic Church. And every other church that has broken away from it uh, has broken away from the one true church. Because, you know, I mean, Christ said that the gates of hell would not prevail upon the church. And if there was, if there was a justified reason to break away from the Catholic Church, then the gates of hell have prevailed. And if the gates of hell have prevailed, then either Jesus was wrong or he was a liar. And if he was either wrong or a liar, he's not the Messiah. So it's either the Catholic Church or we have to look for another Messiah. All right. So, I mean, that's a very good question, Mary. And so uh, it doesn't use the term Catholic Church. You know, and so, like I said, Jesus only uses the word church twice anyhow. And the word Catholic, meaning universal, came about just a couple of centuries later. What was the other verse about church? Oh, it's, I think it's later on in that same chapter, maybe the next chapter. It's in Matthew in regards to um, uh, uh, if, you're, if, if a brother wrongs you, go and talk to him. If he still is uh, staying wrong, if he's still sinning, bring a, a couple of uh, witnesses. witnesses. And if he still goes against them, bring them to the church. Oh, so he uses okay. the church as establishing it on Peter, and then he uses the church as an authority. Oh. So those are the only two times in the four Gospels Jesus uses the word church. Okay. Good question, Mary. Okay, wow. 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. Or you can go to our Facebook page. We still have the Silver Star of Fortitude and the Bronze Star of Fortitude. <laughs> Jessica got the gold one, and that's just a, just a point of honor and pride. Uh, but 877-795-0122. We want people to call in, or if they don't want to call in, they can just call and submit their question. We've had some excellent questions already. I love them so far, but keep them going. This is my favorite part of the whole show. I like um, a straight talk because it just gives me an opportunity to be on my soapbox for a while. Yeah, it's good. Do you have any questions, Cindy? I might ask you a question. Can I ask you a theological question? You could try, but I have a my brain's not doing well this morning. Okay, go I'm ahead. the one that had only one hour sleep. of sleep last night. Okay, <laughs> okay I will, go ahead. You want me to? Okay. 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 Please explain Maybe. to me, like in one paragraph, Saint Irenaeus' theory of recapitulation. Oh my gosh! No, I don't know that. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to say it anyhow either. So, but eight, seven, you know, I'm going to uh, look it up afterwards. All right, eight seven seven. Seven nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. A lot going on in the world these days, and there's a lot of things that people are gonna have a lot of questions about, and how we look at it from our Catholic perspective. Lots of crazy. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. And we do have a listener down on the phone. What is the strangest food you've ever eaten? Wow, that's a deep theological Ooh. one. Okay, I, I can tell you. I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say it really quick. So I spent six months in Israel back in 1994 for school, and on the on the um, uh, uh, windowsill of my room were pigeons. And they woke me up every stinking morning at like three o'clock by their cooing, and it's like it was terrible. It was terrible. It's like it was just terrible. It was worse than that. It was, it was semester six months of not sleeping because of these stupid pigeons. Our last day in Israel, we went to a Palestinian restaurant. You know what they had on the menu? Pigeon. And, and you so ate I, it? I ordered it. Ah. I thought this is poetic justice. So I'm going to order pigeon. <laughs> And so, you know, the pigeon oh came gosh, so with its head still on, no. and some of the fur, Ew. the feathers were gone, but some of the fur. So the pigeon got the last laugh, because I didn't even eat it, because, like, it turned my stomach by looking at it. So oh I, I took gosh. a few bites. I took a few bites. So what did it taste like? Chicken? Pigeon. <laughs> okay, that was a very deep theological question. 
877-795-0122. But I would say the pigeon. How about you? What's your craziest food you've ever eaten, Cindy? Probably something you've cooked. Oysters or oysters. That's eel. great. Eel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I like sushi. Okay. Is that and we eel? used to have a place in Kansas that had fried oysters, which was amazing. Really? I wouldn't eat them raw, though. Oh, I've eaten but oysters. I oh, I, I eat, eat them smoked. Things. I like smoked oysters. Oh, I don't get into the weird stuff too much. No. But. Hmm. Hey, what's your favorite Johnny Cash song and Ring why? Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. I just love it. I just why? think it's great. Because he, it's great. I love the musical background. I love the singing. Okay. What's your favorite Johnny Cash song? And it's hard because I like the Folsom Prison one. That's a good too. one, too. I mean, he's got a lot of great ones. 877 795 I will even name the person, their first name, that said that they were act- that I heard was actually going to oh, call Oh, you're going to call him out? Yeah. On the radio? I'm just going to say the first name. It's oh. Bryn. Bryn. Ooh. I was told that Bryn was <laughs> going to call and <laughs> give me a, like a question. And so I've been, I've been waiting on her. And she's not in Duluth. Maybe she, Bryn had an emergency. Yeah, maybe she did. 877-795-0122. Anyway, you know, we had some, we've had, I've loved both of the questions that we've had so far, or the few questions, because uh, some of them are really uh, in-depth. I probably could have spent more time with, especially, um, I think it was her name was Jessica from Gillette. We were so uh, excited. Yeah. yeah and then call. we had the next question so come we've in. We've only had one call. We've only, we still have the Silver Star of Fortitude and the Bronze yet to happen. Any other movies? What about that Freedom one? I haven't. Yeah, I Sound of Freedom. Yeah. Excellent. Have you Excellent. seen it? Of course. Yes. Okay. I don't. I'm not a movie gore, but th- some of these movies have been coming out, and people ask about them. So I figure I better go and see them, and I want to be supportive of them. And the Chosen, you like the Chosen? I so never thought you would like I, that. Okay, so I'm not a big Chosen fan. It's like, but you know, and I've and I, it's not like I'm sitting there watching them all the time. But I've, again, I had tons of people say, "Well, what do you think of Chosen? What do you think of Chosen?" And I feel like I've got to respond some way. So it's like right at Chris, not at Christmas, but at Easter time. Somebody, I'm so technologically challenge that somebody put the app on my ipad so i could watch it the the angel app yeah and and so every every you know i don't know once a week or something like that maybe a couple times a week i've been able in fact one of them i watched last night i watched an episode last night and and yes i mean there's there's corny parts of it but there's some also incredibly good parts of it and and i do really appreciate how jesus is being portrayed at least so far as i've been watching so Yeah. yeah it's not taking it from a catholic perspective and I'm, I'm curious, I'm sure certain things are not going to be in there that I wish that they were, uh, like the Bread of Life discourse. I mean, that, that hasn't been brought up yet. I'd, I'd sure love to see it. You know, or you are peer and upon this rock I'll build my church. I'd love to see those things and how they do that. But I probably won't. And, and from my understanding, it's actually um, uh, Mormons, I think, that are kind of putting this I on. I think part, yeah. Okay, and so, partly. But they've done a fairly good job in not being denominational about it. And uh the thing that I'd say that I'd give it, you know, a you know, a, a gold star or you know, a positive feedback is that even though a lot of it is taking great license, um, you see the human side of these guys, which is all too often they're not. We don't see the humans; we see statues, right? right? And so, of the apostles or whatever, and even of, of Jesus and Mary. And so, I think the movie, the show, has been doing a service for people that have been watching it to see the human side of the church. You know, at the, even the very beginnings, the apostles didn't have their acts together. Far from it, you know. And so, mm-hmm. I think that that just is a. I think that that my takeaway has been that that they've brought the human side of things. I Better think the passion most. did that too for the first time. Like for me, that was like. Yeah, I mean, most. there's. I mean, Hollywood has you has done Jesus a lot. You know, I mean, Jesus has been portrayed a lot. It's like some of the silent films were Jesus. You know, and so, 
uh, and so some have done better than others. And I, you know, I'm I'm going to give you know uh, credit to where the chosen has gone so far that I've watched. But mm, so you know, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. That's eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Okay. Now there's another question. Now I'm going to say that this question Did is Brent call it? this no, question. No, it's not Brent's <laughs> question. Kidding. But so this is a question. Now they're writing questions that I ask all the time that, that I throw as the I as know, the left. They're throwing you a yeah, I know. What is your favorite color and why? So my favorite color is related to know. my favorite singer. So, Cindy, yeah. what's my favorite color? It's black. Black. Yes, black is my favorite color. In fact, growing up, I always said I want to be a priest so I can wear black all the time and not be questioned. So I want to be just like Johnny Cash. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. Johnny Cash is my it's all-time good. favorite singer, and black is my all-time favorite color. And as and this is a true fact, every day since he's died, I've worn black. Every day? Every day. Really? I've worn some black in honor of Johnny Are you Cash. Sure. I'm Absolutely. not sure I can believe that. Absolutely. Have you went swimming? Priest, you know. Yes. I don't know. Okay. I've Eight seen seven you in seven. regular clothes. So, yeah, I don't but know. I, you know what? Yeah, I'm always wearing some black. Okay. Eight I'm seven start seven. Paying attention. Seven nine five zero one two two. Never there's been a day that I've not worn black since Johnny Cash has died. Yes. Yes. I'll I am. You. A, I I'll am. You. I am obsessed. Listeners, eight seven 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 nine. I think our new, I think our new bumper should be Johnny Cash music when I'm on. Oh, I think it would be great. That would be cool. Uh-huh. Instead, of, in, I think they have to have licensing Ring a fire? for that. Something like that. <laughs> we also have the same bumper. I've been mean to talk to the people at Real Presence Radio, but changing that up a little bit. Yeah, that'd be eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two eight seven seven. Come on, people. We have like seven minutes, and don't you want to have like some really good, deep theological questions about? something really cool that's going on in the church or in the world today rather than just having me and Cindy talk and go blah, blah, blah. Oh, here's one. What is your middle name? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 877-795-0122. And our Facebook page. We still have the silver and the bronze star. 42, we've had only one caller so far. All right. And then we do have a listener down on the phone uh, about to say something. and uh, That's good. Is it good? Is it going to be good? Uh, Woo! Here's that number one more time. I've said it 5,000 times already. 877-795-0122. Where are you, Bryn? You are disappointing me. I will reach out to you after the show. All right, there we go. I love straight talk. All right, this is from a listener. That's not just me. How do you get a mid-70-year-old man to not spend so much time on the cell phone and do something else? Okay, this sounds like a wife, a disgruntled wife about her mid-70-year-old husband. So, uh, hmm. get him a new phone. Well, okay. Well, or well, <laughs> you won't know how to is, work it. I don't know how to work my phone. Cindy <laughs> just fixed my phone on the show here, or is it uh, before the show started? So, uh, how do you get a mid seventy year old man to not spend so much time? You hide it. Get him a complicated phone. Like, well, I mean, the intimidating. Thing is, like, so he doesn't the thing want to is, be on is it. it's addictive. These phones are addictive. I know. You know, what I mean, I fight. Whoever, whoever thought that, whoever thought fifteen years ago or twenty years ago that we would have supercomputers on our phones and all, everybody has. When I was growing up, I remember like seeing a, a phone in a plane in a police car, and it's like I was shocked. It's like holy smokes, mm-hmm. there's a phone in a police car. It's so cool. You know, wouldn't it be cool to have a phone in your car? And now look at us. Like everybody's got their phone, and not only these are these phones, these iPhones especially, are like supercomputers from back in the '90s. This has as much power as a supercomputer did, and the whole world is at our fingertips. And so, we have to try and break that type of an addiction. I had this, I had this great thing happen to me um, uh, uh, two years ago. Although I didn't think it was great, I lost, my, lost, phone. I, I lost my phone, <laughs> and I had nothing backed up. And so it's like 
my phone, it didn't get lost. It got, got destroyed. It got a freak accident. Nothing was back up. And so it's like, I was lost. It's so like, you, cr- okay. you cried oh. forever. I I'm even like, brought oh it up gosh. in a homily. <laughs> so it's like, we are addicted. So yes, you have to, you know, just like the, it's a good question. It's like, just think of little kids. It's like, you know, it's like now days you can speak to this, Cindy, people always say, parents say, I want my kids outside and play outside. When I was outside, when I was a kid growing up, I always played outside. I wasn't always on my devices or on my tablets. And so in the same way, we're trying to get kids off of these tablets. We have to get ourselves off of these tablets as well. So the, the, I'm assuming the person that calling in was the wife of the 70-year-old man. You can hide it, or you can say that the priest said it's just better for your Or to not use I would so just say set an expectation. Talk about it together. Discuss yeah, how much exactly. time should be used. And there are ways to set timers on it's for each app. So you only have a half an hour on this app, and then you're done. It's and that helps me. Communication. So I okay. think that's a good idea. All right. So we do have another one that's coming in right now. We only have a few more minutes left. And so here it is. What does Father have to say regarding the current division between those who prefer the ordinary form of Mass versus the extraordinary form of the Mass? We have a noisy division. We do. I don't think it's as noisy as what some people say. I think that um, uh, much has been made out of the division. However, there is some there. It shouldn't be either or. You know, the church is, as Jesus says, you know, I mean, that the master of the household brings the, the, the old and the new up from the cellar. And that is certainly true of the church. We cannot, we cannot uh, ignore the beauty of the church where we've had the last 500 plus years of the liturgy of the, you know, of the uh, um, Tridentine liturgy. We can't ignore that. It's part of our history. It's part of the beauty. And then the the ordinary form that we do today, that's the Holy Spirit guiding us this way. And so it shouldn't be either or. There shouldn't be a tension. Unfortunately, there is some tensions. I think some people make bigger deals of what is perceived as a tension as there are than that there really is. Because I don't see it. Maybe with some people there is. And I, I think it's unfortunate what's going on in the church these days where there's a real... Uh, a split even by the church leadership, you know, by Pope Francis in a particular way is really, you know, really uh, putting the slam down what Pope Benedict, his immediate predecessor, was trying to encourage. And so that lack of continuity is not good for the church. That's probably one of the more regretful things I think Pope Francis has done. Even though I'm not an extraordinary form guy, I think the lack of continuity really hurt um, uh, ideas of unity within the church when uh, it was such a drastic change from his immediate predecessor, Pope Benedict, you know, what Pope Francis is doing. So there shouldn't be either or. We should look at both as good and both as beautiful and both having their place. So hopefully the divisions, the division is about the devil. The devil is what causes the, the, the division. And so we want to avoid all division in the church. There's, it's inevitable, but always remember that it's the devil that is the, the one that causes division and chaos. And we want to, we want to avoid that. All right, so we've had, uh, we've had some great calls. We've had only Wyoming. one. Well, <laughs> Wyoming. I, I don't know if it, That maybe, was a surprise. Well, that was a surprise. I, I believe she was from Wyoming because I know maybe some people here that we've been canceling Wyoming. But this has been good, some good calls. We only gave one star fortitude out. We will continue our conversation and this great show of Real Presence Live after this very brief break. Stay with us, please.